Hi, Phil. Great to uh, be talking with you. I hope you're well. I'm good. Mate, this uh, this film is absolute brain food to me. Congratulations on bringing it to this point. I know it's been a long and I'm sure arduous process, but the I product think is just brain damaged food. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's such a delicious film. Um, can you take me back to just the seed of Mad God? I know it's been with you for a long time, but how did the vision first strike you? Um. Well, years ago, uh, you know, it was um, 1987 after we finished RoboCop 2 um, that we started, but it began before that uh, years earlier uh, when I was trying to figure out a movie to make and what I ended up with was kind of like a Mobius or Richard Corbin kind of a thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, I just didn't like it. And so I started working on this thing that I didn't know what it was doing uh, drawings and watercolors. And eventually that turned into um over the period after we initially shot three minutes, uh, 20 years of, um, you know, the computer graphic revolution hit. And uh, that occupied all of my time um, getting into that because I'd have to go to production meetings and on the set and then, you know, lengthy post-production times. Um, and, uh, but in the evenings or on the weekends, I would, or if I was on location, I would draw storyboards or, or you know, creature designs and did that for 20 years along with uh, reading, you know, Freud and Jung and Milton and Dante and then, you know, books on archaeology and paleontology, which I knew and... Um, you know, human evolution. And yeah, I did that over a 20 year period. And um, my wife worked in the editorial department uh, on Amadeus. So we would go out to dinner with uh, Milos Foreman. And I asked him as a young filmmaker, uh, what advice he could give me. And he gave me the best advice which was, and this is way pre-thinking about Mad God. Um, if you want to take a good shit, you have to eat well. And it was like, yes, of course. The more time you have to develop something, the better the thing's going to be. And um, yeah, so I had <laughs> 20 years of eating well. <laughs> and, and by the time, uh, you know, I, uh, I was still working on the day job, but at my studio, I, I had trained other supervisors so they could go out and, and work on this stuff. And um, so that, that really freed me up. Has, has the project always remained like um, a point of passion for you? Did you ever lose interest along the way or was it just always on your mind? 
Well, the word passion is an interesting one. Mm -hmm. And I looked it up in the dictionary and it mean it's from the Latin pati, which means to suffer. Mm. You know, that's what you do. That's what happens to you when when you're doing something that you're totally involved with, you know. I mean, there is a lot of suffering that goes on, you know. You know, uh, you know, my wife would be neglected and, you know, I was just completely absorbed by this thing. And um, eventually I got lost and had a mental breakdown and had to go to a psych ward. And um, are you familiar with Young's The Red Book? I know of it, but I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, so it's... Uh, it's you know something that he did over about a 16-year period and it's a beautiful book with you know just immaculate you know handwritten calligraphy and um you know amazing paintings and but but uh young got lost in that you know the journey he took was a really deep and he, you know, you don't know that where you're going when you're doing this kind of thing because the uh, unconscious is is serving you, and you know, never know where something's going to come from, or you know what path you're going down. And I just got lost, and and so did Young, and Young, uh, his family pulled him out of it, and I imagine they sent him to a psychiatrist and uh you know so that that really set me back for weeks and you know it, it took about six weeks to recover from that right would you i i would say this movie's your magnum opus would you do you think it's the most proud you've been of a project oh by far yeah it's just it's like not many people have a, a life's work, and this one just sort of is precisely that. Um, and stop motion in general just puts the biggest smile on my face, and I love it. Have there been any contemporary stop motion movies, you know, of recent that inspire you? None. You know, I I was, uh, you know, um, I really love. Um, Vladislav Sterovich and um, Jerry Trinka stuff. But, you know, when it all turned into, um, you know, The Nightmare Before Christmas and, you know, all those movies, you know, no, I was totally not interested in that. Or Pixar movies, you know, mm. I don't like. You know, I just, I don't like that. Well, I got really bored with the narrative three act structure, you know, and I, I studied that for years, writing treatments and outlines. And, um, you know, it was just like, I realized that, 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 that formal kind of academic approach was extremely limiting. It was like putting you in a cage. Um, are you familiar with the term solipsism? No. It's a, uh, it, it means 
you can only know your own mind and you can't know anything else it's impossible if you think you know you do you know you're you're kidding yourself and that's another cage you know that you know you're, you're locked inside your brain but there's an entire universe in there and um you just go down different paths and you never know where any of the paths are going to lead. Yeah, right. Um, it's just fascinating. I, just, I can't even imagine the headspace you're in making something like this. Uh, and given all of the other projects you've done along the way, uh, have there been any filmmakers in that time that have, I guess, influenced the direction the film takes or inspired? Well, just, just to go back, a bit um i forgot how you started out but there was something oh maybe it'll come to me <laughs> so i'm sorry what was your question i was just thinking like you know you've done so much work the volume of your your work is immense along the way whilst this movie's being made were there filmmakers that you worked with that influenced things you did on Mad God or inspired you with certain elements of it? Paul Verhoeven was, you know, really a mentor to me. And we had the same worldview, uh, you know, pro-Palestinian and, you know, you know, we were talking, you know, we, you know, sit around and talk philosophically and we uh, came up with um, that we were, um, existential buddhists <laughs> i like that yeah so I, I like where paul's mind went you know he's an artist you know and he he doesn't care if his film make films make money but they're all one of a kind and and starship troopers was i, I had the most fun on that and robocop yeah, fantastic. And I, look, you know, if I can indulge you just for a moment, I am one of those few self-professed people that just love uh, Starship Troopers too. So thank you very much for that one. I, I reference it on my podcast a lot. Oh well, okay. <laughs> that that was. I had no interest in in directing, you know, live action. Yeah. Yep. And you know, because I worked around these guys and I saw what it took you know and it's just exhausting and um i just don't have that mindset but uh john davison the producer of uh, robo and uh starship troopers he was a big stop motion fan and, and supported me and you know helped me in building my my studio um and uh for for you know various movies uh, before starship troopers and um it, it was his idea to do starship troopers too uh, because he thought it could make some money and um so it was totally a financial thing mm -hmm. i needed money you know uh ed newmeyer <laughs> needed money John was set, you know, because he was, you know, he'd produced all these, you know, terrific pictures. Mm -hmm. But, um, 
Yeah, that that was where uh, it it really all began. Well, if I had, if I, if I was in the same room as you, I'd have you sign my copy. I, I do I do like it a lot. Yeah, but other filmmakers, other than Paul, not really. Yeah, right. Well, that's that's good. Lucas and Spielberg, and Ron Howard were all. All that stuff was. I mean, I I was really happy to work on them. Really jazzed and uh, and and really liked the movies. But it was, you know, that kind of commercial structure, you know, that where it has to play to um, a paying audience. Mm. So I took the road that Paul takes, and it's just like I just follow my heart. There's um. You know, in the equivalent of interviews with Bach, Beethoven, and, and Mozart, um, when asked how they write their incredible uh, music, they just said, I transcribe it. You know, mm. it's just, you know, God that, that is really writing. And, and that that's accurate. Mm-hmm. And Mad God was a very kind of a emotionally biblical project for me you know and of course i wasn't expecting that but there's a there's definitely a uh, religious side to it that, that's not christian you know uh many if not most of the european interviews uh and um uh you know, video chats were, were really aware of all the context, uh, mm-hmm. biblical, they noticed, and uh, they noticed Dante and um, Milton and on and on. And, you know, in the United States, that just <laughs> never happens. Yeah. Um, we're not educated over here. There's definitely an inferno sort of you know feel to this one. It's the ultimate mind fuck. I didn't need any substances to feel completely displaced in my own head. Yeah, you know, on. I I tried to uh, I decided to try and watch it uh, and and took like marijuana like <laughs> gummies and um, I took a lot of them and. It was no different, on, you know, with that. Not. Uh, awesome. Well, we're getting the wrap up here, so I'm going to let you go. But on our podcast every week, it, it never goes by without referencing your work in one way or another from Robocop to Evolution or Star Wars, even Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So needless to say, it's been a huge privilege for me to have this opportunity. So thanks so much for your work. And thank you for the, uh, like I said, the mind fuck. Mm. Well, my pleasure. <laughs>